Hey, everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today's episode is all about our favorite cleaning hacks, our favorite cleaning products, our cleaning schedules. Cleaning, cleaning. It's spring cleaning time. Get excited. (laughs) Are you excited about spring cleaning? I like talking about it more than I like doing it. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, you can always find us outside of the podcast on Instagram and TikTok, where we are at Megan and Wendy. And you can join our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. You can also email us at Wendy at gmail.com. And Megan says we have emails today. I'm excited. I haven't read them. We have two. And the first is from Sheila, who says, did you know Dr. Teals makes a sugar scrub? I picked up the citrus one today, along with one from the brand Find Your Happy Place. She thought Find Your Happy Place was a Walmart brand, but it turns out it is owned by Unilever. She sent a follow-up email after that. Um, She said the brand Find Your Happy Place has a whipped texture and walnut shell powder, where the Dr. Teal's is more a typical one with sugar. Now, I did know that because you know I always walk down... The tree hut aisle at of Target course. to see what new scents they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lately, pretty limited. Uh-huh. I've heard rumors of a pineapple. I've yet to see it in stores. Stop! I want it. Yeah. I want it. I just finished my watermelon. I'm scrub free. But I would absolutely try the Dr. Teal's because I really like their bubble bath. Oh, and I just I like bought some. Their bath soaks. Mm-hmm. They have uh, quite a few scents. They have a Himalayan sea salt scrub, a rose shea sugar body scrub, a citrus sugar scrub, a hemp seed oil. There's a lot. So I think, and I honestly think we're probably going to see more of these with Tree Hut being so popular. Yeah. Now the Tree Hut formula is so good. It doesn't get oily. It doesn't make your shower slippery. It doesn't separate. So I'd love to know how the Dr. Teal's holds up. I also, have you tried the Dove body polish scrubs? Uh, No, I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) And it was on my list to buy. Remember we were just at Target. I was like, I have to get this Olay retinol body wash. The Dove body scrub was also on my list, but I decided not to buy it because I just have so much tree hut on hand. Oh, you do. So I was like, let me finish that first. And then I've used the Dove and I like it. Yeah. So Olay has a new line of body skincare, essentially, which is smart. And they have a retinol version, a hyaluronic acid version. They have one that's for brightening. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, give those a look because the skin on my body needs as much support as the skin on my face does. I will say that I haven't tried the Dove one ever. I don't even know. Is it new? I have The body polish? Yeah. No. And it's been out for at least, at least a year, if not longer. I've used them in the past. Um, Again, they're like a whipped texture, yeah. not a sugar scrub. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen the Dr. Teal's scrubs in store ever. They had them when we were at Target. They last did? Week. They were right next to the tree heads. Why didn't you say anything about it? Huh. I clocked them with my eyes. Okay. All oh, right. my. Things are blowing all over the place in oh, the yard. some rain here. It's going to be at the Wizard of Oz moment here in a minute. Our next email is from Tara, who has... The most wonderful title to her email ever, 
because it's chit-chatty email after a chit-chatty podcast oh, nice. episode. Nice, nice, nice. I don't know that I've sensed the appreciation in your voice. I, I'm that I... full of appreciation always. <laughs> it's Monday, guys. I love it. So she has a lot to discuss, but she said, I wanted to weigh in on the perfect house complex you discussed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a okay, previous for episode. Me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, too, have this complex, and I'm worried all the time about whether or not my home measures up. I'm just thinking now if maybe I should take her name out. I'll ask her. I live in an affluent area, but I'm solidly middle class. I am a solidly middle class single mom. I consistently feel like I'm probably being judged all the time by my mom friends. I do recognize this is a me problem and in no way a them problem. A month or so ago, I invited two of these friends over for drinks. Then I immediately got weird and texted something about how small my house is and made everything awkward. One friend got COVID and couldn't come, but the other did. I cleaned everything from top to bottom and scrubbed and tried really hard to be a good hostess. We were sitting at the breakfast bar chatting, and about halfway through our visit, I noticed a rust spot behind the sink (gasps) that I just can't get clean, and I pointed it out to say it was clean, then I just couldn't get the rust completely off. She, of course, hadn't even noticed and was super kind about everything and wasn't judging me at all. I can so relate to that. I'm a hundred, like, yeah, I feel triggered right now. (laughs) When she talked about like seeing something. Yes. That's how I am. Like when people are over, I'm like, oh my God, those people are going to see the dust on my dust boards. And I'm going to, that's all I can think of the entire time. And let me tell you, I've never once looked at the baseboards in someone's home. Never once. Oh my God. But I can relate to looking around my house and be like, there's a dust bunny over there. Totally. Totally. Don't look. I'm so glad that like somebody understands my point of view. It, it's honestly like such a hang up to me. Like that's why I don't want to have people over just because like I get have like such a complex. Yeah. I just, I can't relax in my own home if there are people there because I'm so bent out of shape about like how things are and how they feel. And oh, I just can't do it. My therapist is on speed, speed dial. dial. So you guys... <laughs> Well, thank you for the emails. I love it. Even if you don't have something you'd like to email us, we would love it. If you would take a quick second and leave us a rating or review, even better if it's going to be five stars, because those reviews do really help our podcast to get found in the sea of millions of podcasts. Millions and millions. How's someone to know if they want to take a chance on our podcast until they read your review about how delightful (laughs) you find us? Or how weird Wendy is because she won't have people over at her house. I don't think that's weird. We just discovered that it's not weird. All right. Okay. Okay, fine. Speaking of being influenced. Yes, ma'am. Man, you and I are both so highly suggestible. The worst. The other night, Wendy and I were in our own homes, separately scrolling the internet. And Wendy's like text sending me Instagram posts via DM and I'm scrolling TikTok. And I came across a TikTok video of a girl who had discovered a new vitamin regimen. And I share it with Wendy. And five minutes later, we've both ordered the vitamins that she mentions. I would like to point out that this is in no way advice from a doctor. And you should check to make sure that this is advisable for you. I did not do that. Oh, well, I mean, I already, well, I work with my doctor very closely about my deficiencies, which are in uh, B12 and vitamin D. So I know what I need to take. I just don't take it because I'm lazy. So this person had mentioned that her doctor had said you should be taking B12 and vitamin D and she started taking them and she went from a person who likes to lay around watching Bravo to a person who wants to get done. And that's the person I want to be, the person who wants to get things done. And I will tell you, I'm three days into this vitamin regimen and I don't feel like a different person yet. (laughs) 
give it some time. You know, it's like I go for one walk. I'm like, how come I don't look like I could be on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Yeah. I would like immediate results. But I am, I'm into it. I added them to my grocery pickup order. Do you think there is like a benefit to paying for more expensive vitamins? Or do you think like I can buy generic ibuprofen? Can I buy store brand B12? You know, that's a good question. And I don't know the answer to it. I, to me personally, I feel like there, it may be the quality of ingredients in those vitamins. Right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Are you worried that you bought generic vitamins and that's why you don't feel well? I mean, I don't feel bad. Uh, No, I I am in my brain. I know that three days is not enough to make a change in your life. Right. Um, Also, you know, like I had a giant sprinkles cupcake at my mom's house yesterday. (laughs) So, of course, I come home at 530 and I'm like, yeah, I need a nap because that was a lot of sugar. And now I'm like crashing hard. Yeah. Yeah. So last night I was actually it's like 530 and I'm looking around. I'm like, I need to clean up this house. And I didn't want to. And I was like, oh, vitamins don't work. <laughs> well, 530 don't... on a Sunday night and I don't want to clean. And clearly that's evidence. That they don't well, work. I will tell you that my, uh, so I started my new vitamin regimen when they arrived. I've only taken them one day. It's been three days. Um, just because yesterday was busy and today I haven't, cause you know, you got to take them with a meal and. Oh, you do? Did you read the instructions? No. Yes. Most say you need to eat with a meal. Oh, no. Anyhow, don't they upset your stomach if you take them on an empty stomach? Mm, no. no. Really? It's possible that I'm taking them close to a meal. I just haven't thought carefully about it. I'm okay. not. Yeah. So anyway, that's why I always like push it off. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's a lunchtime or dinner time. Like, and then I forget. And right. Then just days of forgetting. Um, but I really am going to try to like make a effort mm-hmm. to do this because. I like to lay around and watch Bravo too, but I really want to get shit done. Right? So, yeah. And if you know anything about generic store brand vitamins, because that's what I bought, because that's what was available to add to my grocery pickup mm-hmm. the next day. And I genuinely thought that's probably fine. But if there's some advantage to certain brands, please let me know. Yeah. I wish I knew the answer. I don't know. I usually lean towards buying something nicer. Yeah. But that's me. Do you buy generic, like, medications? Like, do you buy a store brand ibuprofen? No. Oh, I 100% do. I don't know why. I just, I'm brand loyal. I don't know. So I have two scenarios that I would like to ask you about. And and I'm super worried about it. There's nothing to be worried about. Like, absolutely so low stakes here. So the first scenario, my husband and I are sitting in the backyard last week. And three helicopters, it's nighttime, and Mm -hmm. three helicopters fly overhead headed in the same direction. And for reference, that's unusual. It's Mm -hmm. not regular helicopters flying overhead. And I noticed them and I kind of watched them. And when that happens, one of two things is going to be your reaction. You're either going to forget about it. It doesn't matter to you. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to need to know where they came from. And you're going to want to find out like, what? Three is a lot. Okay. Which person are you? I am 100% jumping on Twitter to see if there's a manhunt in my city or a car chase or something, or I'm going to come in the house and turn on the local news because I think it's going to be a car chase. 
Well, you are actually exactly correct. That's right. I went to next door and the Facebook group for my neighborhood <laughs> because you know those bozos are like, what's going on? Yeah. Every time yep. they hear a siren go down the street and there was a link to a high-speed car chase down the freeway yeah. and apparently these people were dumping catalytic converters and other car parts out of their car as oh they were God. driving so that there would be Can no you all the evidence? evidence when they were finally got which i think that ship has sailed friends so good i'm glad to know and then after i looked it up i <laughs> said to my husband later i was like oh that was a car chase he goes i was on the edge of my seat <laughs> he didn't care doesn't care like it's not <laughs> doesn't register with him he can see those helicopters and never need to know no uh, my my third option would be be to go to the Instagram of our friend Wendy, our mutual friend, also named Wendy, because she always posts on her Instagram every car chase she, she sees. loves a high speed chase. Every I mean I swear it's like multiple times a week. Yes, well, and what's funny is my daughter wasn't home. She was at an event at school, and I kind of like stood in the backyard orienting myself, trying to figure out which direction school was. I was like, "Has there been a major incident?" But they were going, they were going the opposite direction. They were going this way. Yes, down <laughs> the uh... towards the freeway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, my second scenario. This is really low stakes. Just super curious. Mm-hmm. When you cross a street, mm-hmm. if there are cars around, what's your what's your move? I look for the cars before I cross the street. And then how quickly do you move? At your normal walking pace? No, I walk quickly through a crosswalk. Is that what you're talking about? Or yes. like jaywalking? Uh, well, either. But No, I walk fast. I know I'm not supposed to be... Well, if I'm... If I am in a crosswalk, I know I'm supposed to be there, but I'm not taking a leisurely stroll. I'm trying to get out of the street quickly. One of the most fascinating sociological observations for me lately is the high school parking lot. Oh. You've never seen a group of people who do not give one about where you need to be and how much your car weighs and if you can stop in time. There's crosswalks by the parking lot. They don't use them, which is fine. It's a big parking lot, lots of cars. They just step right into the street. And I've never seen people move slower. They stroll like they've got not a care in the world. And this is a pickup. There are hundreds of cars in the parking lot. And they're coming at all different directions. It's almost like a video game. And they just (laughs) move so slowly through the parking lot. And then they'll stop and like turn around and talk to their friends while they're in front of you. And it's not, I sound mad. I'm not mad. I find it interesting. It is the most obvious example of they are so in their tiny universe of one and yeah. nothing else exists around yeah. them. Uh-huh. And it doesn't occur to them to think about the impact of their obviously very minor actions on the world around mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I find it fascinating. Well, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, they're just completely oblivious oh, and unaware of 100%. how their actions affect other people. Yeah. And two, do they have phones in their hands? Are Often they... they- are looking down and they're not paying attention, but they got to catch up on what's on TikTok, but they just missed in the last six hours. <laughs> but, or Snapchat. I have not seen one hustle. I just, I, f- I feel like high school is just like, uh, it's just like a sea of sloths, like moving through the parking lot. They're not, um, you know, like motivated to move by a bell, you know? Right. Like uh, Also, we have no bells. You don't have bells at the high school? <clears throat> Our principal thinks they uh, are prison-like, so there are no bells. How do they know if they're late to class? They look at a clock. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. 
That's really interesting. I told my parents that my mom was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I've heard it all. <laughs> Your mom has some very strong opinions about public school. It's just she does. so funny to me. And for the record, I went to public school my entire life. She's not anti-public school. Yeah, don't get her started on AP testing. <laughs> so... <laughs> The reason it's funny to me is if I'm in a crosswalk, I hustle. Like I sometimes do like a light jog, yeah, yeah. but I'm at and least... And I give a little wave pow- to the people yes, who are waiting. I'm at least power walking <laughs> yeah. through. Yeah. That's funny. So yesterday I get a text from a friend who says, are you going to our college reunion? <gasps> no. And I said, oh, I didn't even know there was one because... This is 21 years since I've graduated, so it wouldn't even be on my radar. But thank you, COVID. Yeah. And the way our school does it is, I would imagine other smaller universities do this as well. They have what's called a grand reunion. And so it's everyone whose graduation year ends in a certain number. So I graduated in 2001. So everyone in 1991 and 2001 and 2011. And I don't know if there's a one-year reunion for last, you know, for 2021. Anyway. And it's so, like, they're five years apart, so it's the ones and the sixes. Anyway, because of COVID, it's this year, and they're also combining it with the previous year. Yes. Which is fine. And I thought, I did not go to my high school reunion. Did you? No. My husband went to his. I didn't go with him. He went with friends, which honestly, I think is... I don't really want to go talk to a bunch of people that I don't know. It's not like these are all his current friends. Yeah, exactly. And there are spouses who you don't know. Like, yeah. No, no thanks. No. He went, which I was great with. I have very fond memories of college, but I don't have a lot of college friends that I'm still in contact with. I have four or five. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking to my friend and he was like, oh, and he told me the names of a couple people he knew were going and one person, there's probably one person I don't want to see. And that was one of them. Yeah. She just makes me feel inferior. That's just what it comes down to. It's a me yeah. thing, not a her thing. And uh, I don't know. I briefly was like, had a moment of FOMO because I want to be a fly on the wall. I want to see what these people are up to. I want to know. But what it comes down to is if you go to your college reunion and there's a bunch of people that you have not seen in 20 years, you're not connected to them on Facebook. Yeah. Because I graduated in 2001, pre-Facebook, pre-social media, pre-texting. So unless you make a conscious effort to go find these people, I'm not in contact with them. I think if you were actually interested in connecting these with these people, you would be already. Yes. And I think had I graduated 15 years later where you're just connected on Facebook with everybody you know, mm-hmm. I may be more in their lives a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Even remotely, I would know where you lived, what you do. Did you get married? But what it comes down to is it's going to be four hours of small talk. Yuck. The worst. And... I think that what people do for a living is often the least interesting thing about them. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I really am also a little bit like, don't want to answer that question. You don't want to say like you're a super successful podcaster? I don't. (laughs) Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't want to answer that. I just, and I don't want to do it over and over again. Yeah. And... I am not skilled in the art of small talk to know where else to start. What else do you ask a person? I'm not good at that. No, I hate it. It's the worst. So I think I've decided not to go, but I have not 100% ruled it out. Okay, so there wasn't like an official invitation. Was this just in some like alumni newsletter or something? Yeah, it's on. They I, Yes, it was on their Instagram. When is it? How soon is it? It's in two weeks. So 
how much do you have to pay to go? Eighty five dollars, which seems like a lot of money for something I don't want to do. Yeah, what is that? Like so, so a couple appetizers and like probably a drink maybe. Like it's probably a cash bar. There's like no a way. drink ticket yeah. maybe. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I would not be interested in going. Like I don't. I would. I would not go because I'm like hung up on like who I am as a person. That's probably why I haven't gone to any of my reunions. Right. Me too. You know. Um. But honestly, I don't like the chit chat either. Like, I just don't care. It's a big fat no for me, dog. Yeah. Yeah. It's a combo of, again, not feeling secure in myself. And I don't, I feel exhausted by that level of I would die. And listen, I'm not the one to like boast about like, this is what I'm doing. And my kid is so great. And I've been married for 20 years. No, I'm not going to do that. Like, that's just not who I am. Right. It'd be like two days before going, I'm going to go. What do I wear? I can't. I'm I'm on my Amazon looking for something to wear. (laughs) Yeah. What would I even wear? That's a whole other spin out. Where is it at? It's at school. Which, by the way, is beautiful. Yeah. I'd love to go back to campus. But it would make me feel sad because, you know, it's everything's nicer now. I have some sad news and music. Yes. I mean, did you even think about me when I did? I did. hundred <laughs> percent. You guys, I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan. And sadly, Taylor Hawkins passed over the weekend. Yeah. Kind of sad. Well, I'm a hundred percent sad about it. I feel conflicted, though. Because I, th- I think it was drugs. The news coming out of Columbia is that it was a drug overdose. Right, I did see. Um, I don't know how valid or accurate that information is, especially coming out of a foreign country. And, like, I don't even think that his body is back here in the States yet. So, um, like, how would you even, like, know? And it feels very irresponsible for, like, that information to be coming out. But... You know, I also thought Bob Saget died of drugs and he died of a concussion. So who knows what happened? Right. And it's no less sad. Right. It's still a great loss. It's a huge loss. He's such a good drummer. And I never got to meet him, which is, I mean, a lot of people don't get to meet musicians. But I have people in my circle who have met him Mm -hmm. and like are very devastated over it. Right. I mean, I'm sad too, and I my my feeling is this would probably be the end of Foo Fighters. Like, aren't they touring this year? They are. I we have tickets to see a show in August. Um, I just don't. I just don't think that they'll go on though. You don't. Mm-mm. I just don't. I mean, how like you have somebody who's in your band for 20 years and they die, and then you have to replace them? Like with who? Well. Right, but then you have bands like Queen who replaced their lead singer and Super Fair Journey. Journey, right? I know, I know. I just don't know. It's just so like it's too fresh. I think if if I think they're going to cancel their right and remaining tour for their year, mm-hmm. and we'll see. Right, they, it would be too quick to find somebody. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna move on. Now, my husband and I are going to a charity event in May and the headliner of this event is supposed to be Dave Grohl oh. as like an acoustic mm-hmm. uh, performer by himself. And I'm like, is that even too soon? Is he going to do that? Is he going to pull out of that now? Like, I don't know. I and mean, then it's not about me and like what I'm going to miss out on. It's just like, like no, I'm, the ripple effect of the death is huge. Exactly. That's what like concerns me. and gives me worry, which like it shouldn't, you know, like I'm one person, like, you know what I mean? I like, do. I shouldn't be concerned about, like, how, whatever. You know what I mean? So, anyway, sad, sad news. I'm so sad. 
I'm very sorry. I did think of you when I saw the news and I was sure you had already seen it. Yeah. I'm just, it's so sad. He has got children. Mm-hmm. Like I think his oldest is like 14 or 15, mm-hmm. maybe 16. But yeah, that's sad. Not good. No bueno. No, I'm very sorry. And on that note, let's take a quick break. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Dormio. We have spent a lot of time talking about getting better sleep. As getting good sleep in your 40s is not an easy feat, and we're here to tell you that Dormio can help you do just that. I'm using a Dormio mattress topper and pillow. You know I'm a hot sleeper to the point that I've been known to just take off my pajamas in the middle of the night. And this mattress topper breathes. It draws in cool air while expelling hot, humid air. Plus, I'm no longer waking up with an aching back from using a pillow that's way past its prime. Admit it, your pillow could probably use replacing too. It's like a brand new mattress without actually replacing your mattress. Additionally, Dormio offers a 100-night risk-free trial with no shipping or restocking fees. Visit DormioUSA.com to get on your way to better sleep. It's time to talk cleaning hacks. (laughs) And then Megan's now looking at me. My house is pretty clean. My Your floors need to be clean. vacuumed and mopped. I'm sorry. Your it was, house is always clean. We were busy. Question. Go ahead. Do you have a cleaning schedule in your home? Yes, my cleaning lady comes every two weeks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I do. I am very happy and lucky to say that we do have a person who comes and cleans. Um, she does come every other week. So that's usually a regular schedule. And then honestly, like I probably clean every single day though around that. Right. Like that's either like. Picking up clutter or vacuuming the floor or... Wiping down the kitchen counter. exactly. There's always something to be done. I just don't solely rely on that. And I can't even imagine what the state of my house would be like if I did. Same. It would be a pigsty. We do not have a cleaning person, but if I were to clean once every two weeks, it would be be untenable in our house. There's four people plus a dog in here and... Right. Do you have a schedule though? Like you're like, I dedicate Fridays to this. Fridays are clean sheet day always. Oh, that's interesting. And growing up, Fridays were the day that our housekeeper came. And mm-hmm. so I remember coming home from school on Friday and the house would be so bright and airy and all the windows would be open and the everything would be clean because the cleaning lady had come. I mean, my mom still uses the same woman to this day. Mm-hmm. She's just like a member of the family. Um, and so I like that tradition of having Fridays. Everyone gets clean sheets. Um, and I try and make sure the bedrooms are tidied. The kids dust their rooms on Fridays. Like after school. Yeah. Okay. Our room gets dusted on Fridays. So that is like a standing. And I love like opening the windows and there's a freshly made bed. I and I too. walk into the room and I make sure all the surf, you know, I get, the nightstand gets cleaned off mm-hmm. and the dresser gets cleaned off. Everything else, I would say I do a majority of deep cleaning, like bathrooms and kitchen cleaning on the weekends. Oh, really? Yeah. And then... Do you get help from your family? My husband does a lot. Okay. He typically, honestly, cleans the bathrooms more than I do. Uh Uh-huh. And the kids clean their bathroom. He does yard work on the weekends, which... I don't ever do yard work. If it needs to be done too bad, it's never going to (laughs) happen. I love yard work. 
I would spend a weekend doing yard work if I could. And then during the week I do laundry and a ton of tidying mm-hmm. and a lot of like wiping down the kitchen counter, cleaning the sink, wiping down the kitchen counter, cleaning the sink. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> the wind has arrived. That was exciting. The like floats have at the same time. Completely you know? lifted out of the pool simultaneously. Oh, wow. Um so pre-COVID, and I say pre-COVID because my husband went to work every single day. Yeah. Now he's home, and I will say, like, he helps with laundry, like, throughout the week, which is great. But it used to be, like, Mondays when I get home. This was, like, obviously pre-podcast, too, because Mondays were at home for me. Mondays felt like a cleaning day for me. Like, after the weekend, get all the laundry started as soon as I did school drop-off. Like, get everything tidied and neat and put back together. Um, But that schedule for me has, like, changed over the last couple years just because now there's somebody always home Mm -hmm. and – running, you know, just being loud and running the vacuum wasn't always like a possibility. Um, so my schedule has changed, but I love the idea of like going into the weekend, like you, like you, with like fresh bed sheets, like there's nothing better than like clean bed sheets mm-hmm. and like just your space, like dust free, especially your bedroom. Yes. There's something about the bedroom just cause that is meant to be like relaxed in. Yes. Um, yeah, it feels so good. I agree. And I love, I love, this is what I love about spring is that you can just open your windows yes. and like just, it all feels like so fresh and clean. I don't know. I love it too. And we have shutters throughout our upstairs bedrooms and my kids like their rooms like caves. They don't naturally yeah. open mm-hmm. them. But when I'm home, I like the light. And so I walk through their rooms and open the shutters. And when it's nice out, I open the window and mm-hmm. let the fresh air come through. Same. Because their rooms get stale. I mean, mine would too if I never opened a window. Let's <laughs> be too. honest. They all yeah. would. So I love the light pouring into the hallway from the bedrooms. And I love walking into my room and it looking nice. It really sets the tone nicely for the weekend. And I have switched our grocery shopping day to Friday. Oh which is working really well because then we go into the weekend. You have food at your home. Yes. <laughs> so we're not like scrounging yeah. so we can make a nice breakfast mm-hmm. and there's plenty of food. And then I don't have to, I feel like when I used to do it on Monday, I would start my week behind. Oh yeah. I was also going to note that like, I kind of like poo pooed at your, uh, your cleaning schedule of the weekend because like, I don't want to do that stuff on the weekend Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like I do it all week long. Right. And I just would much rather do something else and not like clean the house. Like the, like, you know, we've been moving back into our house. Right. And guys, it's been like almost a month now we've been back in our house and there's still boxes to be unpacked. Right. Like we are so slow about it. And my husband wants to do it on the weekend. And I'm like, nope, nope. I emptied a box on Wednesday. I do not <laughs> want to do this on Saturday and Sunday either. But like he's busy all week long, so right. he doesn't have time during the week to do it. So I, uh, yeah, the weekends are not made for cleaning for me. I can understand that. I definitely clean during the week. However, I also, given my choice, prefer my weekday daytime to be for me. Oh, okay. To do the things that I want to do and work and not feel like I've got to clean this disgusting house. Yeah. See, that's really interesting that you say that because this is something that's just so ingrained in me is that like, I have feel like I have to be productive. I'm at home. So now I have to do stuff for my home and not for me. I understand that. And I 
to be fair, the dishwasher gets emptied, the laundry gets run, dinner gets prepped, the mm-hmm. kids get taken to school, groceries gets bought. You know, plenty of things happen during that time. And I say that even in the back of my mind. And like, you do not have to earn your place in this house. I know. We just talked about this recently, like too. Like a broken record. Say it again. I know. I We need to put that in our Etsy store. We need some sort of printable... <laughs> Something that says you don't have to earn your, what is it? What'd you just say? You your know? place in this house. Yeah. Is that profound guys? I think it coming is. soon to long story let's, short shop. Yeah. Let's put it in the, let's put it on a, not a t-shirt, but something. A tea towel. Okay. I like that. A mug. Yes. Okay. All right. Quick question. How often do you vacuum? I'm just curious. Well, I, uh, I vacuum the heart. <laughs> Before we changed our hardwood floors, we used to have dark floors and they were always dirty. Uh-huh. Now we have light floors, which are always dirty, but you can't see yep, it. Yep. Love it. Me too. So <laughs> when they were dark floors, I would vacuum like every single day with a stick vacuum because it would just be dust and dog hair. Always, every day, every day, every day. Carpets, sometimes it's like just the cleaning person does it, but on occasion I'll vacuum the, the carpets upstairs. Yeah, we, even though I know carpet is disgusting because it hides everything, mm-hmm. I don't actually know that it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. So I can go a week or two in between vacuuming upstairs. Yeah. Um, and ideally, ideally I would vacuum downstairs every day, but I don't because I can't see the dirt. Yeah. But I have a stick vacuum, which we've discussed, I think sucks, but it has a little light on the front of it. Sucks. <laughs> and <laughs> as I'm vacuuming, it lights up all of the dirt and the hair on the floor. I'm like, well, this is disgusting. And it just makes me want to keep going. But, um, I would like to be a vacuum every day kind of person. Me too. And I think they say like, if you have allergies in your home or whatever, you're supposed to vacuum. I was sure. I'm not, it's heavy. The vacuum is heavy. I have to plug it in multiple times throughout (laughs) my downstairs. (laughs) That is my biggest complaint. If you have a stick vacuum that actually works, please let me know because I, abhor unplugging and replugging the vacuum. Honestly, I feel like vacuuming is the most satisfying because once it's done, it's like you can see that it's been done yes. and it feels like especially so upstairs when yes. you make the tracks in the carpet. Yes. yes. Talk to me about fake cleaning. Okay, so a million years ago, I will never forget like I had this coworker and she would say that she would fake clean before her husband got home. Yes. And what that entailed was she would start the, she would always start a, like a load of laundry yes. or have the dryer going. So it seemed like some sort of progress was uh-huh. happening. Loving always this. dishwasher, always running. Oh. And she would always like spray pledge around the house, even if she's not clean. <laughs> <laughs> so it smelled like something. That yes. Cleaned. Yeah. Always. Because she was like, I, kind of old school where like her, I mean, she, we both worked at the time and I, she and her husband both worked full time, but he like worked ex- more, I guess, expected a certain level of, she was earning house. her place in the home is what yeah, you're saying. Exactly. And so like, she's like, this is how I get around it. And he, he comes home and it smells clean. So he thinks clean happened, you know, man, I want to try that. I think that's funny. Right. You know, sometimes I can tell the difference when I fluff up the pillows on the couch and I 
clear the clutter off the kitchen counter and it's wiped down really nicely. And I'm like, oh, look how this is a significantly, this is a big difference to me. Mm-hmm. And when people don't walk in the door, like my husband, because obviously my children aren't going to notice and go, yeah. wow. Sometimes I go, doesn't the house look nice? Oh, you say that? Yes. Yo, I always say it because I need somebody <laughs> needs to pat me on the head and tell me that I did a good job. Yes. Please recognize the work that I did today. Or when I deep clean the refrigerator, I'm like, can you come here and look at this? And, mm-hmm. and he knows to like, oh, that looks nice. Mm-hmm. Love well, languages, man. Yes. Words of affirmation. Totally. That is so funny. Yeah. And it's not to say that I uh, partake in the fake cleaning, but... Um, but this is also a good idea if you have hosting anxiety or you have last minute visitors mm-hmm. make your house i think that fakes out people and if you want people to think that your house is clean if that's important to you <laughs> spray some pledge around there um i want to jump ahead to one of your other comments because i think it's important now and that is your laundry basket hack I feel like I'm a genius and I'm sure a bazillion people do this, but I will take an empty laundry basket. I have a two-story home. So I bring it downstairs and this is especially on a Monday morning Mm -hmm. when there's just crap everywhere downstairs. I load it up with everything that's not in its place and then I go distribute it to the rooms that it's supposed to be. Now have I, my husband who's probably listening is like, laughing at me because he knows that many times I have just put that basket upstairs in the upstairs hallway and it has sat there for weeks and weeks and weeks (laughs) unemptied. But, but it's, um, it makes the job so much easier if you could just do this clean sweep and then distribute that stuff to where it needs to go. I'm not saying you got to put it away. If it's your kid's shoes, just throw that shit in their bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I put my stuff away and then I feel so much better. If it's just this clean sweep. Yeah. And again, this is another, you got guests coming over and your house is cluttered. Toss it all in a laundry basket, get it upstairs, and then redistribute later. Yeah. Get the clutter off the surfaces. I would like to say, I say all of this. I don't want anyone to feel like they need to be cleaning for gas. I think we should come as we are, but I cannot stop the urge to clean if I know I have a guest. Mm -hmm. So if you need quick, we've all seen... You know, the Facebook video, the person who's like rearranging their furniture and vacuuming like the walls in anticipation of their in-laws arriving. Yeah. We can we can relate. Yeah, fully. Okay. I would like to shout out one of my favorite cleaning products in the home, and that is Dawn Power Wash. I have not met a single person who has used this product and not loved it. Mm-hmm. I think it's great for its intended use. Like it's great on dishes. It does a really nice job of getting your dishes clean. It mm-hmm. breaks stuff down. You spray it on, you wipe it off. I love it for that. If you use it for nothing else, I think you'd be happy. I you can use, use it. it to wash animals. No, actually, I don't know that. <laughs> I just remember the commercial where you can get oil off of a duck or whatever, but I would not say wash your dog with it. Okay. So fun fact. Um, We've had dogs for 16 years. Our dog got fleas earlier this year Uh for the first time. We've never had a dog with fleas. And um, before I could get him flea medication, I wanted to bathe him and get all the fleas. And one of the recommendations was to use Dawn. Mm. Now, I... Dawn should not be used regularly because it is very drying, yeah. but um, it does do a good job of killing fleas without harming your dog. Who knew? Um, actually, fleas are apparently very easily killed by soap. Oh. Um, it breaks them down. But 
Anyway, it did make his fur so soft that I looked up, is this a good shampoo? It is not a good regular <laughs> shampoo for your dog. So that's unfortunate. But he was so fluffy, that's like so a funny. baby duck after an oil spill. It's, it's like, uh, you know, when you like wash your hair with a... Apple cider vinegar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was actually regular Dawn, not the power wash. But I use power wash to clean my stove. Oh, 100%. I use it on my range hood because it gets greasy. Like, I can't just wipe it down with... No, you got to use the With a stainless Dawn steel cleaner. Yeah, now, yeah. don't look carefully because I haven't done it in a while. I love Dawn Power Wash on shower doors. Yes, it works great on hard water. Really well, yes. I use it on everything. Mm -hmm. And lately on my wood floors, like if I I don't spray Dawn on my wood floors, but I'll spray a little bit into a paper towel and like clean a little something. Oh, a little spot. Yeah. They also say it's good if you get a greasy stain on your laundry. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it'll break it it apart. I drop like a rib on my shirt or something indeed oh wow yes i love dawn power wash me too i do have a post that i wrote a long time ago i'm going to link it in our show notes but it's called 10 cleaning tools you aren't using Mm -hmm. and i don't know why i've become like the expert like go-to clean lady because i'm really not but just a couple things and I'm just going to mention here but I like I said I'm going to link it cuz I talk about my shallow laundry basket in here. Oh yeah. Microfiber cloths if you just have like a stack of them. Yeah. Do you have a stack of like cleaning I cloths do. that you use? Great like scrub brushes that I love. There's this one like tool that has an extended arm for cleaning like in your showers if you have like tile that goes to the ceiling uh-huh. or whatever. I just like a little, lot of little fun tools that are good in the home. Yeah, check it out. Tell me about the cleaning product that you tried and will never use again. Oh my God. Oh my God. Why did I think it would be easy? I don't know. I wanted to clean my oven after we moved back into our house because it's never been cleaned properly for like 10 years. Sure. And I didn't realize like how dirty it was. I bought Easy Off and I was so like filled with panic on which one to use because there's a blue can and a yellow can uh-huh. and self-cleaning or not self-cleaning. No, 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 I was so freaked out. And I was like, I don't want to breathe this stuff in. I just, it was like panic for four days. I think I thought about it. Yeah. And then I did it and it was so flipping hard. A lot of scrubbing. It wasn't that. First of all, I had to take the racks out because the racks were just coated. So I put those in the backyard and I used a big Rubbermaid tub that Uh I had and like put them in there and sprayed them. And then I washed them down and just the stuff just came right off. Okay. Now there were some areas that were really like hard Uh stuck on. Then I sprayed them again and used some like SOS pads and like it just became very labor intensive. Like, you know, all those little grates. I only care about the door. Okay, but wait. So then I was like, I got to finish this. I got to do the inside of it. Getting inside your oven to clean it is not that easy. No. Like you're on your knees. I am 47 years old. <laughs> I like had Did a- knee pads? No, but I should have got my freaking little garden, you know, foam knee pad yep, thing. Yep. Um, it was just so hard on my body to get in there and try to scrub it. It's weird angles. And I was so freaked out of getting easy off onto my new floors because oh, it will yes. ruin your floor. So I had like uh, trash bags laid out underneath uh-huh. the door. Smart. Like I put the door down and sprayed it and then like shut it. It didn't drip out, which was great. But 
I honestly think it didn't do that great of a job on that little door window. It was uh-huh. just okay. And at that point, I was like, I'm over it. This is fine. And I didn't feel like I could get all of the chemical, all the easy off, right? Easy off, off. You know what I mean? I was like, how do I know it's all wiped off and gone? So like, in my mind, I was like, I'm just going to turn my oven on like at a very low heat because I was afraid like the next time I cooked, you were going to bake easy off into your lasagna. Yes. (laughs) And I would have like a smoky filled kitchen of easy off chemicals and be in the hospital or something like that, you know, kill my dogs. I don't know. So I put it on very low and listen, this is not any advice here. This is just what I did. Probably not smart, but low heat. And I was like, okay, at this low level, it's just going to bake all whatever left. (laughs) And it was fine. Well, I have not used easy off. I have it on my oven, mostly because I'm lazy. I'm like, yeah, just close the door and then don't look at it. But I did use it on my stovetop mm. because we've lived here for 10 years and you get some kind of like baked in spots yeah. on your stovetop grease. I don't know. That just gets hardened. That is not going to come off with regular scrubbing. And I had used a lot of different products. And so I let it sit and it worked really well. But like you, I was very afraid of the fumes and I opened all the windows and I turned the fan on, uh, but it was effective. So use it cautiously. Yeah. I will say like when I was in the backyard spraying on the grates, like I had like gloves on and a mask. Stupid me. It was like windy that day and a spray got in my eye. Oh no. (laughs) You dummy. Why didn't you put some sunglasses on? Safety goggles. Oh my God. I was like flushing water. (laughs) Never again. Not doing it. Not worth it. So I, for the first time in many years now by powdered tide again. Oh, me too so good. I don't use it to wash clothes. I'm still a um, Tide Pod. Same. But I have a small box of powdered Tide for cleaning purposes because it's magic. It is. We actually ran out of Tide Pods and the kids were like, we're out of detergent. And I was like, no, we're not. I got my secret stash of floor cleaner right here. (laughs) But... It is great on floors. I also really like it to wipe down my kitchen cabinets and bathroom cabinets and baseboards. Mm -hmm. It just breaks down dust and grease and dirt and cleans it all away. Yeah, and you only need just a little bit. And I'm like, look, this is not – Tide made a huge – big comeback if you're following any like cleaning person on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. This is not our original idea. I'm just happy because it's affordable and it's something that you always have on hand. And, um, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I think we've been fed a false bill of goods about the number of cleaning products you need to Mm -hmm. actually Mm -hmm. own. And I've been really trying to pare down. Yeah, me too. So here is a, a couple little like hacks I use in my house. And I don't, I hate that like term hacks. These are just like tips and tricks that I use. Yeah, And they're not like, I did not make this stuff up, guys. This is just what I use. And if anybody knows me, I like to clean. And these are the way I like to do it. One, I put a cup of vinegar in my microwave and turn it on and let it get all like stinky. And then it's very easy to clean all the gunk and stuff off off the inside of your microwave. Do you it's do all that? steamy. Rarely. But. I mean, you can do it with hot water too. You don't have to do it with vinegar. And actually I would prefer to do it with hot water, but I think the last time I used it, I was like, oh, I'm really going to bring out the 
big boy vinegar. And then my husband's like, it smells like Easter eggs. You know, <laughs> like he hates the smell of vinegar. But it's so funny to me because a lot of people love the smell of vinegar, like as a cleaning product. And I think it's just disgusting. Me too. So gross. But I do have it on hand. Um, talk about keeping supplies on hand and having too many supplies. Do you have a dedicated space for all of your cleaning supplies? We have one upstairs and one downstairs. Okay. So in my garage, I have a a space in the garage and I keep all my cleaning supplies there with a caddy that's already stocked and then like extras of stuff. Like I usually need extras of like bathroom spray bleach Mm -hmm. or toilet bowl, you know, Sure. even though you can use other products for those it's just what I use. Anyway, I like to know that like all my things are in one space and I don't have to run around like the house looking for the pledge. Like, where is the pledge? I know the pledge is in the garage. Yes. I just think that's easy. It makes the job simpler for me. Yes, I understand that. However, we don't do this, but I think about it all the time. I feel like it would make my life easier if I had a set of bathroom cleaning supplies in each bathroom instead of carrying them from bathroom to bathroom really? to bathroom. I, I just don't have that much real estate. Like, I don't have the space for, like, cleaning supplies in my bathroom plus beauty supplies plus toilet paper plus, you know what I mean? Yes, I do. So, for me, I just keep it keep it in one spot. And yeah. when somebody says, like, where's the Windex? This is the face you get because it's in the garage where all the other cleaning supplies are. I do keep some things in under my sink, especially like countertop spray or something like that, because I don't want to have to go out to the garage to get that if I'm just like cleaning the sink. So under my sink is usually a Method brand countertop granite spray Uh and Barkeeper's Friend. I love Barkeeper's Friend. My other tip that I like to do, because I can get real distracted cleaning, Mm -hmm. like... Sometimes if like, it, I I think it's like I get in the weeds, right? It's, I'll, I'll find myself like organizing something when I'm really just trying to tidy and, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm like, no. So I try to work like left to right, up and down, left to right. So I complete one space before moving to the other. Otherwise I'm like all zigzagging all over yeah, the yeah, house yeah. and like, and I find I do this like when I'm worried or anxious about something I always go to cleaning and then that's when I'm like piddling around the house and like a spider web yes so when I'm focused on cleaning I really try to do up to down left to right and finally because I have 18 vacuums in my house I don't I have three I have a stick vacuum and then I have like the awesome little Bissell that I talked about a couple yeah freaking love that thing and then a regular like um upright vacuum Mm -hmm. for carpets and stuff. Um, I always try to like clean them after I'm done because on several occasions, the stick vacuum, especially if you're vacuum the kitchen and it gets like food in it, if it's not cleaned out, Oh, it stinks. Things smell and grow. And like, I have had to throw vacuums away because like I didn't clean the smell was baked in. Oh God. It's so bad. So do you remember that friends episode when Monica was like, I wish I had a vacuum to clean my vacuum. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? That is me. Like I need like a clean vacuum and my vacuum to be clean and put away. So you do that after vacuuming. Not always. Like I'm not that neurotic. Sure. Ideally. 
Yeah. I think it's a great idea because sometimes I'm like, I don't want to vacuum because if I'm going to vacuum, the vacuum needs to be cleaned first. Mm -hmm. And it's not just emptying it out, but sometimes I got to open up the hoses because stuff gets stuck like in there. there. Yeah. Or like, you know, there's hair all over this house. So there'll be like long hair. I got to cut that out of the the beater bar. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want to do the cleaning because I got to clean before I clean. Yeah, nobody wants to do that. Smart. Oh, and is this my last one? Yeah. You talked about keeping your refrigerator or organizing your refrigerator. This is like not a cleaning hack, but like just more an organization hack. Yeah. The clear bins in the refrigerator are freaking genius. Yeah. To keep everything kind of like separated and you can see what you can see. And then if you have a spill or something, then it's like contained in the, and it's not all over like the vegetable drawer. Yeah, and I think you can go too far with it. You don't, everything doesn't need to be in a bin. Right. A few bins, like we have a bin, we have so many bread products in our refrigerator, and I know not everybody keeps their bread in their refrigerator. We do. And we always have like tortillas and a sourdough bread and a wheat bread and a raisin bread, and they're all just like flopping all over. So I have one bin for all the breads and one bin for all the yogurts. Um, What I really need to level up is I need a lazy Susan because I have a bin for all like, we always have a bunch of like dips and sauces, like oh, yeah, a yeah, sour yeah. cream and a hummus and a guacamole. I need like, I think that would be better served with a lazy Susan situation. I would agree. I like that idea. Sometimes I feel like the lazy Susan takes up too much space. Right. But I hear you because otherwise they just get pushed to the back and you're like, oh, it expired. I forgot two weeks about ago. this bitchin' sauce in here. Yeah, exactly. Or yes. this guacamole is black in the back of the right. refrigerator. Yeah. Yes, I hear you. I like that idea. But don't get caught up in the every single thing in your refrigerator needs a bin. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. But if you want to watch some restocking videos on TikTok, man, it'll make you want to start filling up those bins. Love the bins. And guys, don't spend a fortune. Go to TJ Maxx or Home Goods and get them. Yeah. We would love to hear your favorite cleaning tips, tricks, and quote hacks. Send us an email at meganandwendy at gmail.com and we'll be right back with Megan and Wendy Approved. We're back with Megan and Wendy Approved, where we are each going to share something we are loving lately. Wendy, what do you have today? Super random. Okay. It's not that random. I wear waterproof mascara. Yes. And when I take my makeup off, it's hard to get off. Yes. And the only makeup remover that I have found that works effectively, and I love it so much, it is the Lancome by Facil. And I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Double action eye makeup remover. Is it it, one that you have to shake up? Yeah. Like it's got a little bit of like water and oil in it. It's in a blue bottle. It's stupid expensive. And I had gotten like a sample of it years ago and then maybe repurchased it. And I was like, this is like so good and does a good, does a great job, but I'm sure I can find like a cheaper alternative and I never could. Right. And so... Recently, I just bought myself some because it was my birthday. And I was like, buy myself some eye makeup remover. I love it. Question. Have you ever had any luck with those, whoa, makeup removing washcloths, removing waterproof eye makeup remover? That's funny you mentioned that. I have one because, of course, um, I fall prey to, right. you know, seeing that stuff on Instagram. And I have one, but um, I don't know if I ever used it enough to, like, see if it really worked effectively. So the reason I ask is, um, I don't 
use a separate makeup remover. I just wash my face and I find that my cleanser removes all of my makeup with the exception of sometimes I use a mascara that comes off really easily and Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't. And so, uh, be when I sometimes I have a my eye makeup remover in the house and sometimes I don't just because sometimes I'm lazy but I do find that that will those cloths will take my mascara off really easily but I don't wear waterproof mascara yeah. so I don't know if they would work as effectively well guys if you've used those and you can get them everywhere I now. Know you don't everywhere. need to buy the makeup eraser brands yeah. they actually had some at the grocery store the other day and they were like the size of a slightly larger cotton round. They oh. were square, but they were like individual just for eye makeup, which is kind of nice because the one I have is like a washcloth yeah. size and I only use it mm-hmm. on, on my eye. eyes. And <laughs> yeah. then I wash it because I'm not going to reuse it a washcloth twice yeah. in a row. No, sure. So I have two of them. Anyway, I didn't buy them because I was in this a couple of days where I was trying to be like, you don't need it. I was, I've been an impulse shopper lately. Yeah. And I was having one of those, like, do you need it? No, you do not. All day long. That was, it was not fun. Well, that's how you were at Target. It was that same day. Oh Oh, God, girl. I was like, just buy it. She's like, no. (laughs) I could have easily spent $150 at Target that day with things that I saw and wanted. And I did not. I did not. I have actually downloaded a new budgeting app. Maybe I'll report on that in a couple weeks. How I'm feeling about that. Okay. My approved item is an item that I have been using for about three months now. I purchased it the day after Christmas. It is a wireless keyboard and mouse combo. I got it on Amazon and I use a laptop and I prefer a keyboard with a 10 key. Oh, okay. I hate not having a 10 key. That's funny you say that. Okay, go ahead. And I prefer a real mouse. And you're like, why do you use a laptop? Only because I work in 15 different places Mm -hmm. throughout my house. And I like to be able to take my laptop with me. Were it up to me, I would prefer a full screen and computer workspace. But Mm -hmm. I need to be able to move. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love it. It is $35 for the combo. There's lots of these out there. I was eyeing the one from Logitech, but it's $100. It's very cute. I didn't need to spend $100 on this. And I also bought a riser for my laptop so that it tilts up the keyboard and brings the screen up to eye level. Yeah. Because if right now we're sitting at my kitchen table, my laptop is below me. Yeah, totally. And then, yeah, I end up hunching over it, bending over. So I like bringing my laptop up and then I have the wireless keyboard and mouse and it gives me a much more pleasant setup with which to work. I usually just use that at my desk, but if I'm going to be working all day downstairs, it's not hard to bring those three items just down here and set them up and get to work. I hate not having a 10 key on a laptop computer Mm -hmm. and I can bust ass on a 10 key. Me too. So good at it. Me (laughs) too. When I was in high school, I worked in accounts payable and accounts receivable for my dad. And man, I learned that 10 key from entering invoices Mm -hmm. and entering rent checks, just like, and now when I have to enter it on that top number bar, it's terrible. The worst. Ah. A credit card number. Get out of here. So I love it. And that has been our episode. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back on Thursday with our thoughts on the latest Hallmark movie, A Second Chance at Love. We would love it if you would come back for that. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.